Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology television show Monsters and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table is my best friend, Matt Rose. How you doing, Matty? Whoop. And through the wonders of the inner tubes, joining us via Skype, it's Jen Hansen. You are also my best friend, too. Oh, yay. Thank you. Uh, guys, let oh. me just tell you something. You came on a real special day. Coming uh, hot. Thank you for listening to the show. If this is your first time here, what we do is we watch an anthology horror television show. It's a TV show where every episode is a different, scary, spooky, spoofy story. It's spoopy. I'd say tonight is no exception, Matt. Um, the words that roll off my tongue is tonight is no exception either, Jen. <laughs> Uh, today, we watched an episode called Satan in the Suburbs. It is customary around these parts that we guess what the episode is about based on title alone. We call it the Dark Side Guess. Does anybody in the room or via Skype want to go first? I can go. Go ahead, Ooh, Jen. Jen. All right. Satan in the Suburbs. You think hell is bad. Try paying homeowner association fees. Don Knotts, Nipsey Russell, and Joyce DeWitt bring the laughs and the heat. Sundays on ABC. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Um, Maddie. Okay. Satan in the suburbs. Bob and Martha Keene have a new neighbor next door. He's polite, recycles, and mows his lawn every Saturday afternoon. But he harbors a terrible secret. He wrote the last episodes of Lost and Game of Thrones. What a monster. <laughs> Burn him at the stake, said the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Very <Topical>. timely. <clears throat> Satan in the suburbs. What will Green Day do next? How about a suburban rock opera that captivates you one minute and steals your soul the next? <laughs> I hope you had the time of your life. <laughs> Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up with them sweet deets. Sweet deets. All right, guys, we watched season one, episode 22. Yikes. My God. Yeah, Two Satan in the Suburbs. Uh, this episode aired May 13th, 1989. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. A charming devil forces a down-on-her-luck-but-principled suburbanite single mother to be his ghostwriter. And if his biography gets published, he'll get a better position in hell. She tries to convert him. I guess. Okay. Uh, this episode was directed by Warner Shook. He directed the Tales from the Dark Side episodes Deliver Us from Goodness, Comet Watch, and Grandma's Last Wish. Oof. He also played Richard Grantham in the Father's Day segment of Creepshow. Oh, hello. Uh, story was written by Barbara Boatner. Uh, oh, and... boat. Oh, boat. <laughs> toot, toot. <laughs> uh, womp, womp. Quality coming through. <laughs> Uh, and the teleplay was written by Jewel Selbo. Uh, whenever I go. hear Jewel Selbo, I always think of um, there's an episode of I Love Lucy, and it's basically Lucy and Ethel con Fred and Ricky to be part of a production, like a local theater production. Okay. And. Uh, Lucy doesn't get the lead. She becomes the old crone. And of course, she's not happy about it. Um, 
But Ethel gets the lead and she sings a song that's like, I'm Lily of the valley, of the lovely little valley over there. And I'm lonely, oh so lonely, because I wish someone around me would care. And then she says this line, and this is what will tie it up. She goes, when other girls go walking on their arm, they have a swell bow. But whenever I go walking on my arm, it's just my elbow. (laughs) (laughs) So I just replace it in my head every time I hear it. On my arm is just Jules' elbow. Okay, so he is credited as the devil, uh, Chris Noth. Chris Noth. Uh, but he was actually called Clancy in the mm-hmm. episode. He yep. is a, a lesser devil, lesser demon. <clears throat> I would have thought it was demon. I thought there was only one devil, but he's what do a, I that's... know? He's a child yeah. of a lesser god. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Noth uh, famously was Mr. Big on Sex and the City. That's what I thought. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and on like, God, seven or eight seasons of of. Uh, Law and Law Order. And Order. Yeah. Yep, Law and Order and Law and Order Criminal Intent. He was Mike Logan. Uh, he was also Peter, the bad husband on The Good Wife. Mm. Xanthippe Finch was played by Deborah Strang. Uh, Deborah's got a handful of TV credits. She was also the voice of Aunt May on the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series in the... Uh, 90s? In the aughts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Marty was played by Danny Gerard. Uh, Danny Gerard played Alan Silver on 33 episodes of Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, hmm. He was also a stage actor. He played Artie in the original production of Lost in Yonkers with Kevin Spacey and Mercedes Rule. Oh, wow. Uh, Danny Gerard wrote a guest column for the Huffington Post uh, and accused Kevin Spacey of touching uh, his thigh and putting the moves on him when he was 13 years old. Oh, oh my gosh, crap. that was that was the one who. Oh, wow. he is he is one of them. So the oh, uh, okay. the the big one was uh, Anthony Rapp. Okay, uh, right. was the one that said that Spacey uh, assaulted him, but uh, uh, says he feels you know fortunate that uh, he didn't get the same the same treatment but also right. it's you know feels like he might have uh, blocked some stuff out but yeah nice yeah. cool yeah. yeah really when he was 13 got i mean he must have been about how old was he in this episode oh, i think he was they said, i think they said he was like 9 or 10 yeah that's yeah. craziness yikes <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> <sighs> Honey, it's, it's family hour. There must be something on. Look, I'm not going back to prison. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fucking Monsters is on. Hey, at least Monsters is on. It can't all be bad. Let's watch it. <laughs> Let's let's watch it. Let's watch it. The door from the monster swings wide open, <laughs> and we're witnessing a mother's nightmare. Oh man, <sighs> there has got to be a better way for everything she's trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> she the the camera is panning. It's a slow pan. This is yeah, a yeah. this is a guy who gets paid by the second. <laughs> 
but uh, she is narrating something. It becomes kind of obvious that she's narrating. Uh, but I, and it turns out that she's kind of narrating a romance novel. A romance novel, I guess. You know, there's things like, this is real love, and he grabs her, and... So I just wrote down my version of it, and if you have your own version, uh, feel free. Um, and then the hunk grabbed me by the meat sacks. <laughs> I whispered to him, Calgon, take me away to let me finger blast myself. And, and then the handsome truck driver walked up and said, hey, don't you have a dump chute? I giggled laughily. <laughs> oh, I said sexily. <laughs> Letting I, him know that I knew, that he knew, that we knew our passions would be ignited for flame. I moved my legs in womanly ways, one at a time. <laughs> Revealing the most subtle pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, why aren't we working on a romance novel? Wait a minute, what are we doing? Just the sweetest glance of my hot box. <laughs> oh. Uh, did we mention that this show's not for kids? Oh, cool. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so she she is trying to write this uh this romance novel, but the phone is ringing. <laughs> What? Well, wait, does the phone ring before or after the cookies burn? The cookies burn first because she's like, the heat. The cookies burning takes her out of, of what writing. I can only imagine she's writing is, as my skirt fell down, I said, whoa, get a load of this ashtray. <laughs> she's she's writing as if it's some kind of fuck trance. Like She's <laughs> like, oh. And then he, he put his claw hammer into my... Divot socket. <laughs> and he ex- into my hammer sock. <laughs> he he rested his ball peen hammer into the my ball peen puss <laughs> shaped puss puss puss. Why aren't we writing this down, guys? Oh we shit, my house is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to stop writing such a sexy story. The music in this episode oh, is Oh my man. god. Insane. It is insanity. They found the 70s family situational comedy music and then just we're just like, will this work? Just I thought I thought it was going to be like you'd see them running around. It was like a fast forward montage or something because that's what the music seemed to be doing. But it mm-hmm. wasn't. So it was just insane music. It's yeah. like that Saturday Night Live, uh, Beck Bennett, Kyle Mooney, where they do that um, that kind of like late 90s TV show where like no matter what, it always cuts to a scene of like a sailboat going by. Yes. And then yes. it's like. Yeah. Like you just discovered a piece of the Triforce. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, this is crazy. She so she takes out the cookies, throws them immediately into the sink because they're burned. 
um, picks up the phone, and it's Mr. Geigerberg. Was that what his name was? Sure. You got me, buddy. Uh, and he wants, I think, like $103.08. Where's the money? I want the money. <laughs> the grocery monies. Um, so she tells him the check is in the mail. Um, <laughs> and this is when her son walked in, and I just wrote, one of the New York dolls as a child walks in and steals a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he walks in, steals a cookie, and then talks about how he hates his teacher. And wasn't he talking about like uh, putting Mrs. a hex on her? Mrs. Mrs. Brewer, that yeah. fucking cunt that's yeah. trying to teach me <laughs> shit. They are unrelenting to this, Mrs. Brewer. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. She's just trying to do her job, man. I hate her! You shouldn't hate anybody. So we we are establishing this woman is poor. She is a she is she seems to be somebody who tries like get rich quick schemes or at least mm-hmm. tries side businesses to support yeah. her. She she's waiting to take off as a writer, single mom trying to take care of this precocious little uh, a widow. We should mention uh, yes, a widow. Yes, widow. Um and yeah, when the when she's talking to Geiger Berg on the phone, uh, she says, "Yeah, I'm doing cookies now. A writer's got to eat." Mm-hmm. And um, you yeah. know, the thing that everybody does when they're supposed to be making money in one business is open up another. Another? Business. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You want to spread yourself as thin as possible. <laughs> so. The phone is ringing again. So that like the power company calls. There's a hilarious bit with the power company. It's hilarious. Uh, I mean, and then guys, can we just talk about something right now? Let's talk about it. I think this episode. Are you, gonna, are you wondering about what you should do I with think, your cheek, Matt? I think this episode's trying to tell me that I need to take my fucking tongue, and I need to just like. I don't know. Move it a little left. No. Or right. No. No, but shut your shut your mouth. Jam it <laughs> into your cheek. You get it into position and then you just mash that fucker into a pulpy oblivion in your cheek cuz if your mouth is full assholes. of blood, you are fucking up. Guys, my cheek has my tongue shoved so hard into it right now. Because I know that instead of scaries and scares, I'm in for some hearty guffaws. Oh, it's time for some japes oh, and jabs. Are you? Are you? Humor. I was going to say spooks and scares, but I don't like the word spooks. Sure. <laughs> All right. I'm going to cut that explanation out, but I'll tell <laughs> yeah. you why I said scaries and scares. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so the phone is ringing again. Uh, uh, and there's a knock on the door. And then there's a burning at the door. Yeah. Well, yeah, she like she, I think she yells uh, I think she yells I'm Be- not home before mm-hmm. she does that. There's one thing I want to get out. So I don't know if you saw what was on her refrigerator. Uh it said cookies by Zan, didn't it? But it, but it's Zan in quotes. Z- right. She and- put her own name in quotes. Oh no. And it's spelled Z A N. Well, that's Zantipi. It's important later. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. 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 
So she then goes back to the typewriter because she's like, oh, I've got it. Surfs up. <laughs> Her heart seemed to say. Whoa, look at that heart on that surfboard. Whoa, I just watched that boner rip the curl. Oh, shit, those waves are looking pretty romantic. Whoa, that girl's popping her cooch next to a sea lion. I'm just making rock lobster sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. There goes a dogfish. What? <laughs> Chased by a sea <laughs> robin. Look out for that piranha. Okay, but when she wrote Surf's Up, I just thought of us. Doing that. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna say surfs up and we're gonna know what's gonna so happen. So I just yeah. I want people listening to know that as soon as Matt starts going do 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 he is moving his hands like he's an Egyptian. Oh, I'm walking like an Egyptian. Yeah. Hard. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It wouldn't be the same if, if he wasn't doing the No, it arms. wouldn't. It would just be like, why is he making that noise? But as soon as he does the hand thing, it's like, oh, yeah. oh, okay, surfs oh, up. Don Rickles is gonna show up. Well, I always think of TC Surf and Skate for my Nintendo Entertainment System because I believe they played a like really derivative version of Wipeout as well, and they only had like the blocks could make the King Tut. <laughs> and of course, like the waves are just like. Did you guys have Skate or Die? Oh yeah, <laughs> loved I really liked that game. Yeah. Terrible. It was absolutely terrible. terrible game, but yeah. it was like, I got to get better at skater dive. Yeah, yeah. Or I could grab a board and try to figure out some move. Fuck you. Yeah, no, I'm fat and I fall down. Let's just stay in a dark room. Fatty and- sprain Hank. <laughs> Somebody's going to see that my shorts ride up my butt and better uh, to just stay inside. Since we're in Tangent City, USA. I, uh, I I don't know if I'll keep this in or not, but today at work, I, I had another one of those thoughts, like when I was in the meeting and I started to go, how many people in this room have had a dick, dick in, in their, their mouth? mouth. <laughs> I was just like, you know, there's a lot of things that you need to worry about in business, but men never need to worry about people seeing their knees. <laughs> what? Well, it's like women wear skirts and it's like, like I don't you're know. You're all out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like your knees are there, the back of your legs. Yeah. Like that's not something I ever have to worry or concern myself yeah. about. But like women are just like, oh yeah. Hey, by the way, fuck you. Expose your knees. <laughs> also, you have to like, God forbid, you don't shave or something. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's certain outfits that there are certain dresses are things that I, I will wear that I have to actually shave for. Hmm. And it makes me hate everything <laughs> because I don't care enough to normally shave. I only do it if I have to. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I, I shave like once every 10 days, like my face. Yeah. So I, I, that's a small surface area. I can't imagine having to, to shave my legs. That, that's bullshit. 
So it's a lot easier when you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, I gotta imagine, like oh, just yeah. yeah. Oh, I bet, I bet. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, on the door, there's a circle, a smoke circle, a burned-in circle. They they spent some time. They put it in slow motion. They weren't gonna lose this effect. <laughs> this they effect is real stupid. Um, it's just like a cigarette burn, but larger. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't understand the purpose of this, but. Then because he doesn't come through the no, hole. He doesn't. He doesn't. No, he just he just poofs in front of the door. There isn't, a, and it's like if it would have burned the hole, then all of a sudden smoke came out of the hole. The demon appears, and I'd love to get what your descriptions of the demon appearing are like. Jen, go ahead. I just described him as the casual devil. <laughs> he he looked like he. It was like. If Seinfeld were Satan. <laughs> okay. All right. Like he's wearing like an acrylic sweater and yeah, jeans yeah, and red, red chucks. and uh, red chucks. Uh, Maddie? I wrote, hey, everybody, it's the Turkish Mr. Clean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I wrote, uh, starring Frank Zappa. <laughs> starring Frank Zappa and the Rip Taylor story. <laughs> Mustache. <laughs> the mustache, yes, the mustache and the eyebrows. Yeah, <laughs> the best. And uh, once we see him, well, it's time for an act break. Yeah, yeah. Oof. yeah. We'll You're be right, back. We'll be. Yeah, I am right. <laughs> we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. I can't type. <laughs> I don't take dictation. <laughs> I won't sharpen pencils. I can't file. My boss calls me indispensable. Miss Jones. Just a minute. Will you make a copy of this? Naturally. I push the button on the Xerox 914. I make perfect copies of whatever my boss needs by just turning a knob and pushing a button. Anything he can see, I can copy in black and white on ordinary paper. And am I fast? I can make seven copies a minute. By the way, I never need wet chemicals. My 914 is a dry machine, powder dry. Sometimes my boss asks me which is the original, and sometimes I don't know. Here, Mr. Smith, I'm going to lunch with Mother. Ooh, boy, that's... Yeah. Wow. Sometimes when I take a big, stinky dumper, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands, so I just put them on the dumper. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are you are you happy with that one? Do you want to walk it back or no? That nope. one we're keeping it, baby. All right, <laughs> All right. I I am just astounded by this. Seven copies a minute, guys. That's, yeah, can you imagine? Ooh, I sometimes while I'm waiting seventeen hours for it to copy six pieces of paper, I go into the bathroom and take a real big duty, <laughs> and then I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> And then I realized I didn't go into the bathroom at all. It's the copier room. 
I done did again. <laughs> oh, guys. Looks like somebody's going to have to clean this up. Luckily, I don't know where anything is. What is <laughs> Really fell off the rails. Yeah, what? <laughs> I had to go back to the cabin machine, guys. See you later. Oh, don't touch that turd. It's mine. <laughs> So wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Does she not want the copier guys to touch the turd because she's gonna come back for it later? She's like, don't touch my lunch. I'm gonna eat that. She she has to check on the copier (laughs) to see how far into the tube copy she has to make. And then she's going to come back and take care of it. <laughs> she's going to try to find a book about what to do with a dumper. Right. I'm sorry about the paint job in here, boys. <laughs> that seems like it's a complete lift from uh, uh, Kristen Wiig's sexy character. Yes. yes. Yeah. Steal from the best, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, that commercial's so awful. It, yeah. Bitches be stupid, right? Yeah. Uh, for a second, At I thought it was... it's not like that anymore, guys. Oh. <laughs> for a second, I thought that was Tina Louise. Like, mm. it... Uh, yeah, I... I don't, I don't understand, but... Man, I don't... <sighs> wow. I don't know what to say. That doesn't involve dumpers, apparently. <laughs> Sometimes I get... Oh, well, I no. twisted the knob and I pressed it to the button. And then, then I... I got scared and then I took a dumper. And then the machine started to whir. So I just went dumper in my panties. <laughs> the machine yelled at me by spitting paper. So I so I took off my panties and I threw it at the machine. Don't touch my panties. I'm gonna come back for those. But first I have to take these copies to my boss. Oh, by the way, I've been here for seven days straight. <laughs> I had to copy 14 pages 23 times. <laughs> oh, wow. <sighs> would you say, would you define us as being back? And we're back. Sure don't, uh, sure don't miss sexism. <laughs> had you guys heard the name uh, San Sippy? Before this, I I, nope. I heard it on. I've um, never heard Zantippi before. Uh, 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 what's the, Kimmy Schmidt, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Mm-hmm. There is a character. The daughter's name is uh, Zantippi, and I thought oh, yeah? that was just a yeah. I thought that was just a dumb made-up thing, but apparently huh. it's a name. Okay. Hey, um, I'll tell you what a casual devil will tell you. <laughs> Your son's gonna weigh four hundred and twelve pounds. Yeah. <laughs> he eats too many. Yeah. Uh, Dough balls is what he says. Too many dough balls. So I guess this business is really successful or he's bankrupting the family. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's why they're poor. 
Well, you're poor because you feed them all your food. <laughs> so he reveals he is there because he basically won a contest with the devil. Right. He so bet he is, on a sports a game. Devil. Uh, yeah, bet on a sports game. Beat the, the Super devil. Bowl. He bet on the Super Bowl. A real sporting <laughs> game. Yeah, they're all sports <laughs> games, Matt. I don't know. It's he, a sport of chance. I can't believe that they were able to say Super Bowl, Rams, and Chargers. Yeah. Or Steelers versus Rams. They didn't have to say the big dance and uh, oh, maybe 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 they did say like well I mean I mean this is monsters it probably flew under the radar but Exactly it's like ah, nah, is it even it's worth not, it? It's not worth it. Um What are we going to get? The videotape back? <laughs> <laughs> so his prize uh from the the devil from satan is he gets to come and live with Santhippe, uh and she will ghostwrite his his memoir. memoir so i was so confused by this it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because yeah, i was scrutiny man because i was like wait has she already sold her soul to the devil is she a Satan worshiper? How did she get chosen? She seems not to have a published book. Yeah, How, she's not an established uh, writer. It's not like she would be skilled poor. in. Yeah, I mean, like, she... Yeah. It, it, None of this... Like, when when the when the devil, like, awards him the prize, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, go go there. She'll write, got, write your book. I've got the she perfect... She But there... Okay. Well, here we are thinking. When again, we should just be taking our fucking tongues. Just fucking grind it into a fucking powder in there. Just make it so you can't even talk. Here's what I realize now. Now that I've finished the episode, I have a little bit of a distance. Okay. There was another bet. There were stipulations on the prize that the devil gave to Clancy. Um, to Clancy. And they were, you have to use her, and you have to have the manuscript done by midnight of the following night, and it has to be a bestseller. Mm-hmm. And it can't and have so typos, apparently? if he gets apparently? all of those, if he gets all of those, what does he get? Then he gets that promotion. Yeah, he gets the promotion. Okay. Otherwise, he gets demoted to a peon, or as Amazon apparently thought it was, peon devil. <laughs> So I think what they do a bad job of explaining here is everything. Well, it, it is that he didn't win. He didn't win the book. He won the opportunity to get a promotion if he was successful in writing this book. Right, but the but the one thing that we find out later is that everything is rigged. So the yeah the devil loses the bet in quotes loses and he has to use this woman to ghostwrite the book but we already know she's a terrible writer and right. it has to be done in 2 days but we don't find all of that out right away which led to tons of confusion for me yeah right but also he can do we're seeing him do all of this magic which we're going to get into but he's yeah. you know suddenly making a new typewriter yeah appear, he, i dream dinners. Uh, he, i yeah. dream of genies the fuck out of this kitchen so why doesn't he just magic the book that's what i was thinking as well i i couldn't tell you aside from maybe that's against the rules 
Like the book actually has to be written, written by somebody? Yeah. Has to be written by the mortal. Otherwise, yeah. I mean, why would he have needed to go through her in the first place for the promotion? Why didn't Why didn't he just snap his fingers or blink his eyes or whatever? And you know what? I think we have talked too much. Maybe we should go to dinner and have some cream peas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we we enter possibly the grossest uh, dinner scene outside of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> it is a piece of toast. That gets covered in cream peas, peas. and gravy. Uh, it is grotesque. And it's supposed to be. So I think yeah. uh, it's it's effective. Uh, and, and Clancy is staying for dinner. And uh, boy, this kid has a lot of questions. He does. So Marty um, asks him if he's the mom's date. Uh, and then starts talking about how, like, you know, it's, it's, it's good for adults to date because then they don't yell at their kids as much. And uh, and he's like, no, I'm I'm not a I'm not a date. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a devil. Uh, you know, don't worry about it. Do you want steak? I want steak. Steak makes me mean. Blink steaks. Right. And and we should say, uh, Zan is fighting this at every turn. She doesn't want a devil there. She doesn't want. Uh, she doesn't want him influencing her son. I mean, she's saying all of these things, mm-hmm. but she's not really doing anything about it. And well, she's and taking I mean, every gift. He's yeah, given. I was exactly. I was going to say uh, yeah. also as soon as he shows up, um, she's like, "Oh, you're the devil. Uh, well, you probably want my soul. So these are the things that I want." She doesn't even fucking fight it. She's yeah. like, "Well, okay, a devil showed up, or just a a guy that came through the back door." Um, these are the wishes that I want for my soul. I get three wishes, right? And he's like, "That's I'm, I'm not here for that, dummy. Yeah. Also, you're thinking of a genie, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand why she had a problem with him doing all this stuff. She was making such a big deal, but he was just giving her anything she wanted. So Completely. she's got all these problems. She's got financial problems. So why wouldn't she do this to get her bills paid to... Get the power back on. Yeah. Get the power back on. It, I feel like they could have, and I know this is a little writer's room, but then make her a little religious or something. Like, show a reason for her to have this conflict, at least. Yeah. And and there is a lot of conversation that happens during this dinner scene. But one of the main themes that keeps coming out in this episode is the devil's or this demon's desire for being able to take the credit Without having to, to do, do the work. work. Also, that this kid hates his teacher. This yeah. kid hates, hates Mrs. Brewster. Teacher. Oh, my God. He's like, can we put a hex on Miss Brewster, please? No hexes. All right. Hey, we'll kid. We'll do it later. Give me a high five. This this was... I didn't understand the, the hang-up about a high five that took like 10 seconds. I think it was just a... Don't touch the demon. <laughs> you know what? Can you not touch the demon? But he's eating steak. <laughs> so cut to after dinner, after they eat their steaks, he's reading the uh, the manuscript or whatever that she's writing, and he like hits it with the, the sentence, back of his hand. Yeah, the sentence. <laughs> oh, he surfs up with the back. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy's drinking soda pop. On a surfboard. <laughs> well, it ought to be illegal. <laughs> toot, toot. 
Whoa! You slow that surfboard down! <laughs> hey, get away from us, Mrs. Brewster! Hex oh, on you! Splash! Water! Oh no, I'm melting! <laughs> I knew she was a witch! <laughs> oh, it's a goldfish! <laughs> Stay in school, kids. <laughs> Thanks, Goldie. <laughs> Whoa, it's my friend the sea turtle. <laughs> oh, there goes a narwhal. <laughs> well, it, uh, the dinner scene finishes, and now the, it's just... The dinner scene is finished. We were talking about him reading the book. Which book? He picks up the piece of paper that that's how that's what got you into this in the first place. It's one sentence. The book is made up of sentences. not one sentence. It's made up of multiple sentences. I've read books. Hold it. Wait, wait, wait. What is that sentence? So she's freaking out. Um, Samantha. I just, I, Jonathan. I just want to tell you guys Angela. that when he started when he, when he started talking to her, I wrote uh, it's a me, the devil. I'm a gonna take a your soul. <laughs> he he has a real hardcore Jersey, yeah, uh, Brooklyn uh, vibe. He's the yeah. worst. And uh, she's like, "Look, um, I didn't make it to the electric place. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah, the lights go out." And she goes, "Oh, I forgot to take them cash monies." <laughs> and so he snaps his finger, and the lights are back on, and he goes. The lights are on me. Ah, oh, jeez. And then she starts going. Oh, I need a haircut. I need. Well, yeah, I need. I need, get, I need then, to... then she just straight up becomes a Missy Elliott song. It's <laughs> <laughs> like I need to get my hairs did. I need my feet done. I need yeah. my. Well, and, and then... she says, "I need my body done." And then he just he sneaks in real close to her ear, and he goes, "Your body doesn't need any work." And I and I wrote. I'd, I'd love to work on that. Puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just I wrote. I'd say the up. demon. Yeah, like the. Oh no. I'll leave it. Okay. <laughs> like I would. I would normally say that the like the the demon got really creepy, but it's it's like a demon. That's that's kind of what you expect from them, right? Right. And he was kind of charming in this episode. Like I didn't. Ha- I don't that's know. what the description said. Was well, that he was I a charming can, oh, demon? That's right. I can tell that Carrie is going to fall head over heels in love right. with him. <laughs> um, but he does establish in this scene that once you've accepted something from a devil, demon slash devil, or, <laughs> a devil or a devil, yeah, it's both. It's the best of both yeah. worlds. Um, <laughs> shut up, man. Keep talking. <laughs> That, uh, was accept- that was aimed at me. That was aimed at me. Once you accept something from a devil, you become a devil, which I thought was kind of strange, but okay. That is lazy writing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he starts putting the moves on her, uh, and they're dancing around the kitchen. And then uh, for some reason, like I couldn't tell if this was a time jump or if this was just him blinking them into fancy clothes. I really think it was a b- bewitched 
I, I thought dream of so Jeannie. as well, yeah. Okay, all right. So now he's in a tuxedo and she is in a red dress. Um, and they're dancing and having fun. They start making out. He dips her and he says, Welcome to Devil Devilhood. City Population You. And she laughs. Act break. Hey, you're already a minor devil. Why don't I put a little more devil in you? <laughs> Why don't I put the little I'm talking about my my wiener. What a, we knew we knew what you were talking you want, about. I want a pork. I want a pork, <laughs> want pork you real bad. <laughs> I don't get a lot of oh, I don't get a lot of that um puss puss. <laughs> hey, do you like devil dogs? That's what I call it. <laughs> it's a, a I'm gonna I'm not good at this part, but what <laughs> but once I'm in you, you're gonna know that it's good. Uh, <laughs> I promise. The most uh, upsetting way to do <laughs> Oh god. Oh. Just make it stop. <laughs> Let's go to commercial. We'll be back with more transmissions to the dark side after this. The traffic. I can't read The boss. The baby. The dog. That does it. Calgon, take me away. Lose your cares in the luxury of a Calgon bath. Calgon softens the water to leave skin feeling silky smooth as it lifts your spirits. The soft, luxurious, fragrant world of Calgon. I love it. Pamper yourself with a Calgon bath. Lose yourself in luxury. She was taking a bath in a goddamn swimming pool. <laughs> there is um, a desire that every woman has to bathe themselves near pillars. Yeah, <laughs> it's he's not wrong. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and we're back. Oh man, this uh, this plane is gonna land really quick. Yeah. Yeah. Because Zantepi is in a sexy red dress. Mm -hmm. But she starts being like, you know what, man? Fuck you. Yeah, I don't want I, I never agreed to be a devil. I don't want to be in devilhood. This is bullshit. But she's uh, taking all the stuff yeah, from him. Everything in the kitchen is now red. Uh and the including the son who walks in in like, I don't know, a red suit or something. Red and, sweater. Yeah. yeah, and he's got like a, a brand new school project that's like fancy. And uh, yeah, he basically has the 3D puzzle model that you know, yeah, is like whereas before he Noble. had, yeah, whereas before he had like Dixie cups glued upside down, he it had was broken it, dreams and popsicle sticks. Yeah, I, I earlier in my notes I wrote worst school project ever. Uh, and so by the way, what are they doing? Architecture? I, I really couldn't tell yeah, you. He had two architecture projects in a row. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Brewster is insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so. Um, he apparently, uh, Clancy had a slave in hell build it for him. Uh, and so then Marty's like, Hey Clancy, you get me that other thing? And he's like, do it, dude. And it, it's a cut scene to Mrs. Brewster standing in front of the, um, the blackboard while she gets pelted with erasers and then, uh, he <laughs> says that she's going to have to write. Um, I will never punish. I will never punish Marty again a million times. Now, I don't know if Marty knows this, but that is a 
surefire giveaway that it's his. That it's you. That you're doing yeah, that this. you are yeah. the one who did it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I That's like that Dave Chappelle's uh, bit that he tells, like, he would have gotten away with it if he wouldn't have asked for Dave Chappelle not to get homework or something. <laughs> <laughs> or he had, like, the teacher's number. <laughs> He's like, we're going to get you. Also, <laughs> don't give Dave Chappelle homework. Um, look, um, I don't know what happens in the rest of this episode because uh, because you stopped taking notes because I stopped taking notes because once she challenges him, he turns around with a full on demon mask. Yeah, he goes full yeah. demon and yells at her. And says that the book has to be published by 12 a.m. that day or he's demoted. He's not going to go back to being a peon demon, baby. I'm so angry at this because they've never mentioned this before. And this is in the third act. Yeah. Uh, so he starts. She says, well, you know, why don't you just start writing it? Um, so he starts writing it. And it's not the deal. Why yeah, is, uh, it's it's not part of the deal. frustrating. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, granted, she wasn't part Am of I the right? negotiation, but, you know, whatever. Um. So he starts writing. He's a terrible typist. We can we can gather that by the way that he is getting frustrated and mashing keys. I don't know. So, uh, so then we enter another part that makes like honestly no sense. Right. Where she's he starts giving so Clancy starts giving Zantepe some heat. She turns around, she's all demoned out. And well, yeah, she says that she wants to be undemoned. And he's like, no, can't happen. No one's ever been undemoned before. It's I'm going to call the boss. And then we have like this long drawn out. I'm going to grab the glowing red phone and hold it up to my ear while the audience hears nothing and just act okay. like the the writing happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she this is where she goes full demon, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it took 30 minutes to write, Matt. Yeah, yeah. So it took 30 minutes to read. Thought it would have taken 30 minutes to read. So this is where she uh she gives him the new requirements for this book. It's got to be it's got to be good. It's got to be a bestseller. It has to um spelling. Yeah, it, it can't have like typos and shit. Uh and if it doesn't happen, um dude's going to get demoted to venial sins for eternity. Isn't this basically just what he was already told? These are already the things that he said. He told her he wasn't going to go back. Why did she make this phone? There's like added there's right. complexity it's, for no reason. It's it's a um, it's a selbo, guys. It's yeah, selbo. Th- that's why I was just starting to s- stop take notes because it yeah. really at this point stopped mattering. They realized yeah. that they didn't cover things in in in. Um, Acts one and two, yeah. or they just kind of glossed over them. So they're creating new rules that are just going to see us through the next two minutes of this episode. Yeah. So it can right. be over because we're almost out of tape. Yeah. So uh, what happens is she's like, all right, look, I'll write the book for you. He starts dictating. Um, she My life him, as a demon. Yeah. So um, she she asks him how he got started as a devil. And he's like, oh, well, was bank robber. I was a bank robber. And then I joined the NFL before the unions or whatever. 
Uh, just a slight dig at things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I wrote, uh, I wrote. And the NFL is really taking it on the chin in this episode. <laughs> well, he uh, played football before the NFL took over. Yeah, yeah, those sons of bitches. And so uh, he got in a fight with a, a Green Bay Packer because the guy called his mom a tart. And uh, so he punched the guy out and got kicked out and then went back to Robin Banks and got shot. Um, and then he starts talking about how you don't go straight to hell. You go through the showers. You go through the porcupine loofah. Yes. And then the then vinegar shower. The vinegar shower. Yeah. And while he's talking, I am so turned on. <laughs> I was going to say, you were, yeah. you were fully hard. I, I was yeah. rock hard. <laughs> rock hard. Yeah. Yeah. Once I get in, in there, <laughs> you'll be good. <laughs> It'll be okay in a minute. Oh, this is so uncomfortable. Well, we uh, are cutting a lot yes. out of this episode. All right, good. Thank you. Uh, so we're almost to the end, and you know, he says, "Do I regret being a devil? It ain't easy." <laughs> <laughs> well, and I forget what she even asks him, but he says. A minor devil never turned into a minor angel. Uh, a- apropos of nothing. Yeah, apropos of nothing and something that probably should have been said in the first act, if I'm being honest. Yeah, they, so they're trying to foreshadow that I guess he wants to be a, an angel, but yeah. it's it's not even foreshadowing. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. I mean, it, sloppy. Yeah, it, I mean, do you do you typically foreshadow things that happen in the exact following scene? Because. Yeah, man can fly if he has wings. <laughs> anyway, oh look at that—he has wings, and now bit. he's flying. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, a man can eat if he has food. Oh, look at that! There's a plate of food. <laughs> well, I it guess it sounds deep when Matt says it. But then you think <laughs> about it, and you're like, "Oh no, it's stupid." <laughs> it's real stupid. Yeah. Ah, uh, you know, uh, I've never seen a guy hungry be hungry when he leaves a restaurant. <laughs> That he ate at. <laughs> Thanks. And he ate, oh, and he so ate a lot of food. Creature's done it again. Uh, I've so never seen a man at a buffet go. Not enough choices. <laughs> so <laughs> she's waiting. She's waiting. She's like, he's got another one. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit quietly and think about how to use a copier. <laughs> Well, first you take a dumper. <laughs> I'm Do so sorry, guys. Th- okay, no, yeah, doing no, it. All no, right. don't, don't, Do don't. I push a button or take a dumper? Don't, don't, let's, guys, we have Let like two minutes left. We have two minutes left. No dumpers, no surfs up. I did it. It's my fault this time. Raise the pays. Bonus cash. I've only seen a man win money when he won it. <laughs> so I don't quite understand the time. So she's finished this epic tome. This is like a 500 page book or something. Now yeah, this is like a, this is zero like a percent chance that this got written in a day. No, 1000 percent. No. no. Uh, but well, then we cut to the kitchen and now the kid is coming home from school at midnight, I guess. Well, so the, the thing that I. I the thing about this scene is I actually laughed when this happened. The kid goes into the fridge and pulls out a beer and pops it. And his mom goes, what are you doing? And he goes, I'm getting ready to relax. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh. Oh, God. Uh, but then 
then the hole in the door appears, a book gets thrown through straight across the kitchen floor. And then she picks it up and she goes, oh, look, it got published. Oh, I wish that I wish that everybody could have been there to see Matt's reaction. when lost my mind. So it took away the book being published, took away their devilhood because now they are no longer in their red outfits. Yes. And he he went and I guess he he put he put in good words with the big man and now they're undeviled or whatever. Yeah. Um, And then there's a knock on the door. He opens the door. He's still the casual devil. But then he turns around. And he has and a couple there are, cotton balls that yeah. are like stretched. <laughs> <laughs> They're like sparrow wings on Did his you fall back. on the bathroom floor because you've got two pieces of toilet paper hanging at shoulder level. Oh, are those wings? Jesus. Yeah. And he is showing these off like a proud papa. Yeah. Like, ooh, check these out. And I Were think they moving or supposed no, to be moving? I, if they were supposed they to be, just, they were not. They were just glued on the back of that sweater. Yes, they were glued on the back of the sweater. And he says, uh, well, I guess these are going to take some getting used to. Oh, and then I think they like make out or something. Yeah, they, and, they kiss now. Well, yeah, and he's like she she runs and, and they're hugging or whatever. And you can see the book in his hands and it's like a huge book it's like a monster manual sized book and it's matt brought up a very good point oh my god um where i think it says interview with the devil or something um and matt just goes the kerning is all off The kerning, the type, the typeface, the type setting. You know what, though? I wrote, hey, at least it looks like it's an actual book. That is true. It wasn't not just a white piece of paper. It wasn't white space. The book. Yes. And there was a picture of the devil that looked like it was taken directly from the Leuven brothers. (laughs) The devil is real (laughs) album cover. Yeah. Um, But it's bad. My favorite. There's so many things I love about this cover. Um, the absolute terrible typography. Um, the fact that it already says number one bestseller yeah. when it is truly has been out for literally two hours. For <laughs> for two hours, <laughs> that's gracious. Yeah, <laughs> and that it's written by some woman named Zantippy with an X, as, as told to Zantippy with an X. Not Zan with a Z that's been on the fridge the whole fucking episode. Yeah. They I, uh they start to hug. Yeah, and uh that's that's yeah, that's the episode. And we're all a little older and a little wiser. Oh, and they also start tongue kissing immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was gross. That is the episode. Let's go to the writer's room. <laughs> what would we change? So, so you take the story of a devil needs a ghostwriter. A devil mm-hmm. needs a writer to write his book, an established writer. Yes. I mean, it's it's basically the plot of Interview with the Vampire, right? But a, a devil, okay, sure. You know, and she is in she is in need. Uh, 
I feel like she should. All of her putting up a fuss about things made no sense. It it didn't. There there. I mean, there were so many things that didn't make sense with this. So let her. So uh, let her be like, oh, you're a devil. Great, come on in. Yeah, let's let's work out. Well, a yeah, deal. they. they I, I think that would have been better if he would have set it up, like through legitimate means, like. You know, I mean, like Interview with the Vampire, right? Where it's like, hey, I want you to ghostwrite it. You know, I know that you're, I know that you're, you're struggling, so I'm willing to pay well. That way, it it, it takes a lot of this, this, well, this I, nonsense. Out I kind of it. feel like burn this episode with fire and just watch Interview with the Vampire. Period. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. Because I don't know if there's a if there's a way. I'm thinking of like the tales episodes that have involved writing, right? Yeah, and, like and, um, my ghostwriter, the vampire, or whatever. Right. Well, in that right. one, you know, the person who was the writer was actually a good writer. Yeah. I mean, for a coked up werewolf. <laughs> he was, he, and then uh, the deathbed, the bed that eats people. Eats that people, one. yeah. It was established that he was a good writer. We have no concept of who this person is. It's Aside so. Aside from hearing her there's so much going on two sentences for her book i felt like for a haunted expedition exposition dump at the top they did a great job to let you know that she was broke yep haunted exposition dump at the top (laughs) i thought for a second it sounded like you said haunted expedition dump When we went searching yeah. for that dumper that that woman took near a yeah took near a copy machine um when when we get introduced to her, she's making cookies and writing. It's so confused. Yeah, like we we get that she she has taken a second job. We get that things aren't going that great for him, but you, you, there's no reason why they would choose her. Right. Yeah. So None. let her be. So it's some deal. He needs her to do this. Maybe she's not even the ghost writer. Maybe she is just. She it as as the book is at the end, as told to, you know, say in Sippy or whatever. Um and and let this be something that, you know, pays off for both of them, but then she's a demon at the end. She's got there's gotta be some sort of right stakes in it. Or make it like oh god you fine de- with it. Or make it like oh god you devil. Where she's yeah. she's at the typewriter and she's like, I'd sell my soul to write a best seller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the devil appears and it's just like, Are you serious? I've been waiting for those words, you know, like, I don't know, yeah. but it's there's, just, there's a million different ways they could have handled it, but they didn't. this they is didn't. very muddy. It's very confused. It needs yeah. to be streamlined almost a hundred percent. Yeah. And, yeah, and I mean, there's I, no stakes to it because once she's a demon, she's a demon. It's like, well, I mean the, I guess the only stakes are that he gets a demotion, but like, does anyone care? Does anyone care? I, I don't, I don't I fucking mean, care. I know the description, and Jen said that he was charming, but I, I really don't care if he gets demoted. I mean, there, I think the stakes are supposed to be that she's worried about her child being a demon. She doesn't want to be a demon, but she doesn't really seem to give a shit about anything. I don't know. Maybe it was eh, just meh, whatever. Yeah. Um, Jen, uh, could you please give us a scale? Yeah, uh, guys, scale of one to ten, how many vinegar showers would you give this episode? 
I give it four vinegar showers. <sighs> We've been bagging on it in a strange way. I like this episode. I kind of did too. Like it was still for for the the humor episodes, quote unquote. It wasn't one of the worst humor episodes. It was no. Just, there's been it was worse. just a mess. Yeah. yeah. It, it it really collapses in on itself in the third act. Yes. But I kind of liked the act. I thought the acting was very good, actually. Yeah, I liked the the people in it. Yeah, I liked the people in it. I thought there was a lot of right in this episode, so that's why I'm kind of at a five. Okay, Okay. I'm giving it. I'm giving it a four, also. Yeah. And that four is is for the act the actors that are in it. Yeah, they did the best with what they had. Yeah, Yeah. but it was just too muddy. It was. It, It it was a mess. Um. You can get in contact with us at Tea from the Dark Side at Facebook and Instagram. We are Tea from the Dark Side at gmail.com and TFTDS Pod on Twitter. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. Sure. Yeah. Um, give us a rating. Tell us what you think. Uh, we do interact with you. If yeah. you if you write us, you can, we write you back. You can pretty much guarantee we're going to write you back, baby. <laughs> um, it might be incessantly. Months. It'll become problematic. You will be like, <laughs> what too did much? I get myself into? Yeah. <laughs> what Faustian deal did I just make? <laughs> um, but um, surfs up, everybody. Um, <laughs> did I forget to mention anything? Uh, try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.